Hey, we got another podcast follower because I was talking to this guy on Bumble and I told him about our podcast. And so he asked me about it and he, and I get a message from him not to say, Hey, let's go out. Let's meet up. But to say, Hey, I've followed your podcast. I'm really liking it so far. (laughs) (laughs) Create for no reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life. No, I don't get apparently I don't get asked out on hot dates, but I do get asked out to talk shop. Well, listen, that's all. That's what we do, (laughs) which I love to do. So I guess I shouldn't be so upset about it. In fact, I am excited to go have tea with this guy and talk shop because he it was fun to to talk with him. But I also wonder. Is there where's the man that doesn't want to talk shop with (laughs) but that wants to just, you know, I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) listen to you get all dreamy. I mean, where is my knight in shining armor? No, no, no. But yeah, I mean, look, I love talking shop, but I feel that my yeah, I feel like that. May just get in the way, like, do I talk too much shop? And then guys are like, forget it. Forget it. Are you looking for a business partner? (laughs) Listen, I like. I have found some hope for myself uh, in the form of an Instagram account that I found the retirement house. I sent it to you, the retirement house. It's four. Well, now there's three. I'm really scared that one of them died. And like he either left the retirement house and went somewhere else, or he left the retirement house, but here's the deal. It's four, three, uh, retired people, they're hilarious and they're doing all the stuff that the kids do on TikTok, but like with a bent, like with there's bedtime and, and warm milk and like they're making fun of themselves, but then also going out for a night on the town for their birthday at like Saddle Ranch and riding a bull. And what I was, what I was thinking about was they talk about this. They're, they, there's this, this constant reinvention of themselves. And so they reach this point in their life and they they're like, yeah, we're going to do it again. Cause the inside of all of us is still basically 12 years old. I mean, we're just learning how to live life, but we're basically the same. So then when we're 80, like we've been able to make money and retire and do whatever, and we've got family, but we're still, <laughs> but we're still, we're still 12. And so that like, they're just having so much fun and it is hilarious to watch. And it was, it reminded me of that idea or, or that and it's not even an idea, just this, this concept of continual reinvention. And so I, is it okay if I ask you a question, Kate, you know, we talked last time and you were not happy with the questions that I was asking you. And oh, so no, that's not true. I want to make sure that you're totally comfortable. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Won't we? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about talking shop. No, so um, how, do you feel like you've reinvented yourself in your life? And if you have, like, how many times are you, are you able to tell what some of those moments are? 
So I guess if you look, I guess if you look at, at so many people's careers, there's points where you could see some type of reinvention. And in fact, I was just talking to my team, a girl on my team today, and we were talking about, um, she's in her sixties and she's like, I'm getting a new wardrobe for my sixties. Like I, I, this, I'm like a new person now. And, and so it, it was so interesting. We had this whole conversation. And so when I think about my life and my career, I mean, immediately when you asked that question, I thought of the, of my role of, I had a marketing company and then I was like, Oh, I'm going to be the CEO of this coaching company. So in a way I felt like I was reinventing myself, but not, I mean, reinventing in, in the, in the way that my life was going to be a lot different, right? Like all the things that I was immersed in, I was no longer going to be immersed in all of those pieces. Like to me, so much of my world was content marketing and video and going live. And like, that was my world. And I love that world. So I'm still somewhat in that world, but, but coming in and, and taking on the role as CEO, I feel like I had to learn a lot. I had Did to you- learn a lot because not only was I becoming a CEO of this company, but it was a very different kind of organization with working with very different kinds of people. So there was a, there's a reinvention I mean, just because you get a new, like, well, not just because, but you get a new job, but did you, did you dress differently? Did you, did you show up differently? Did you start to use different language? Did you hold yourself differently? Was there any of that that went on at the same time that you notice? Oh, so if I have to think about it, well, immediately when you said it, I was like, oh yeah, I did dress differently because I was wearing shorts all the time. In fact, <laughs> I, I was in a, I worked out of a co-working space and um, one of the guys there, he's like, you're all, you always wear shorts. I'm like, yes, but they're fancy shorts. They're fancy they're, shorts. They're business shorts. <laughs> they're fancy flip-flops. They're they're fancy. <laughs> like they're, they, you know, they were like, they weren't like jean shorts or like cutoffs. They were like nice. And like, I would have, I always had like a nice top on and like heels. I always thought I was like very like cute and fun and trendy. But when I became, yeah, I mean, I definitely was like, oh, I'm not going to go into work wearing a full on suit every day. But I definitely feel like it was more of like, all right, let's get a little bit more business Kate in here, like a little bit more, you like, know, do, like it's just. Did you do different things for for fun? Did you did you read different things? Oh, no, no. I, I, I've I feel. Yeah, I definitely feel that my interest. In fact, you know, what's so what I love is getting those here that Facebook gives us those 10 years ago, we care about your memories and here's a memory for you. And 10 yeah. years ago or eight years ago or whatever. And I'm, and there was just one that was, I think it was about eight years ago or 10 years ago, whatever it was. And there I am doing a video on Facebook, interviewing one of this lady talking about her jewelry and she had this whole setup and I was like, Oh, well tell us, how do you accessorize with these pieces? And just, that was like 10 years ago and I still was doing it and I still (laughs) love doing those things today. And so that's why I, 
I obviously I started that marketing company because I just had such a love of marketing and I still do. I still love content and creating and marketing. And I still read a lot of personal development books. Obviously, like my tastes have grown over the years, especially more on like the writing side and learning about writing process and reading poetry and and all of those pieces. But a lot of the things that I consumed back then, I still find really interesting. I mean, Mm -hmm. new things have flown into the mix, but when I look at, or when I think about my body of work, which I find so interesting how many people don't really think about that. Maybe they don't, maybe they just don't call it that. I think about my body of work all the time. Cause I'm like, what is it? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Like all of the different things that I've done throughout my career. And I think it's so interesting to see everybody's body of work and what it means to them. So when I think about my whole body of work, it really has always been around growth and coaching, like helping people grow very Mm -hmm. much around positivity. And so when I think about reinvention, like I think about some people that are, Hey, I was in corporate for 40 years. And then I went off to like run a ranch in like Colorado or something crazy. Yeah. Whatever you think of, whenever you say that sentence, whatever you think of or say next, it's, it's projecting. That's my theory. Like oh. they, 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 they were in corporate America for a long time and now they are in the circus. And so that would be mine because that's what I came up would with. It? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, but it was funny, like reinvention and doing something like that. I mean, you work with people that are sort of reinventing to a certain degree or trying to um, because it's discovering their dreams and then going after those dreams. No, I think it's interesting because I, I get the sense. I, listen, I'm really bad at it. At, at, well, all of us are at projecting what the future holds, what's going to happen in the future. But there's a part of me that thinks, that, you know, five years from now, like if we didn't talk and then five years went by and then we talked again, that I would be surprised at where you are and what you're doing. Because really? I think, yeah, I think there may be something that looks a little bit stronger of a reinvention. And it might just be that you live somewhere different or you're wearing a cowboy hat when we pick up the phone. I don't know. But I think I got, I got, I got, a, I got a feeling there's something that there's something coming. You like how I projected a cowboy hat onto you? And right. I'm like, I don't know. You're the one that said living on a ranch. So <gasps> maybe I'll Colorado. find a guy that doesn't want to talk shop with me and he's going to whisk me away to his ranch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's, uh, I admire your, steadfastness in the things that you, that you really love and that you stick with a, a, a lot. I mean, I, I have those things in my life, but I, uh, I don't know if it's childhood trauma or the way that I handle the world, but I just continually would reinvent, 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 reinvent. I had a good friend of mine just sent me a mixtape, uh, like a copy of a mixtape that I made when I was 14 years old and no. gave to her she copied it onto CD and she sent it to me and I speak on it. Like I, I like I record myself. I end the mixtape with a toilet flushing. Um, yeah. And it's like a love mixtape. Like I tell her that I What's love on it on the mixtape. Um, it's one of those types oh of things, gosh. but I could hear myself 
and I was, I, I like, I remembered, I thought it would be more sentimental because she said like your voice is on there. And so then I, so then I listened to it and I, and I open it with burping, like belching like a few times. I know it's gross. gross. Well, but <laughs> I was in a definite, at that time in my life, I was in a definite punk rock screw y'all type of phase and i was trying to present that way as like a badass i don't care like like uh like i i was a smoking swearing drinking 14 year old that's who i was so i was i was that i was that guy and then i knew that the kid that i was listening to like if i could talk to him i would say listen two years from now you're gonna be the preppiest prep like theater (laughs) dude on the planet. Like you're going to own a Harvard sweatshirt and you're going to be dating somebody that won't kiss you. And and you're going to go out for a long time and that's what's going to happen. And, and I would be uh, I, I, like, I wouldn't, I'd like, I wouldn't believe it, but I would just reinvent. And then I would reinvent again. Like, Oh, now I'm a hippie guy. Now I'm Christian Slater guy. Now I'm an artist. Now I'm a philosophy major. Now I'm. And so that continual reinvention, you know, it's settled down the older I get into my life, but there's a, um, cause when we talked about this and talking about this on the show, it, it seems like we both see that there's a value of like purposeful reinvention. I think, I think like, what do you, what do you think? Do you think there's like a, like, I feel like there is, but uh, like a value to that or a, a point to it. Like, have you seen somebody that's done that and then seen like, oh, they like now they're happier or now they're, they're more creative. What do you mean? You mean if somebody sets out for the reinvention, it doesn't just happen. It's they are. Yeah. Like they, you know, I was listening to a, I was listening to a show um, today about happiness and it was the, is it the. Harvard happiness project. They, they met with teenagers. This was in the thirties, I think. And then they tracked them their entire life. And now they're meeting with their kids um, and, and, and asking them questions about happiness. Like what makes them happy? What are the important things in their life? And you, you almost already know what the answers are going to be, even though you're in the middle of it and you're not, you're not doing what, what they tell you to do, which is that they'll tell you that, um, like commuting in your car is one of the stupidest things you could do, or they'll tell you that you get really uptight about the project at work and you really should be focused on your family or you should focus on your, your, your health, or you should focus like they, they give you all these answers and how to be happy. And some of them, they had that, I'm not going to say like a midlife crisis, but they had a realization at some point when they decided, wait, I can be whoever I want to be. And I think some people maybe figure that out when they're in their twenties, maybe some people figure that out in their thirties. I certainly didn't. I thought I knew exactly like, but I get caught up in the, in the rat race, like everybody else, like make money, make an impact, make a difference, you know, um, uh, impress your parents, (laughs) like whatever it is that I get caught up in. Um, and, I see people that are able to take a step back and maybe they still stay in the rat race for sure. Maybe they still like make money, make money, make money. I'm a hustler. I'm going to get on, um, 
I'm going to get, I'm going to have a YouTube channel on, on hustling or whatever. But I think that there are some, like, I guess what I'm saying is that there are some people that take the moment, maybe they do it yearly or whatever, just to sit down and go, okay, who do I, like, who do I want to become? And then, and then, and then start the path in order to, and then start the path in order to get there. And that who you want to become might look like a reinvention to the rest of us. Even though it was still in them, I think from the very beginning, it may look like a reinvention to the rest of us. Ooh, yeah. I love that, Sean. Because I think that if when you think about it in that respect, it's so many people don't do that. So many people are not intentional about pursuing a career that they love or the project that they love or something that's really meaningful to them. I mean, you mentioned it. Why? I mean, I'm I'm not like, I like, I'm like that too. I'm like, why, why? Because of what you said. So, so it's because of all of the things that we talk about on this show. It's the resistance. It's what if I look stupid? It's, it's not even fear of failure. It's fear of I'm going to be embarrassed or what is everyone going to say? Or especially in that, I think about that, that period of time that, so, all right. So at Floyd, one of the things that we talk about is crazy time and crazy time for an organization. And we look at it as, all right, People want, people might say they don't like change because we're creatures of habit, but people really do like change. What they don't like is transition, right? So you take, if you, from an organization perspective, if you're here, you're here at the present, and now you're trying to get to the future, all that space in the middle, that's all crazy time. That's all the hard stuff. That's the transition. That's all the pieces that we don't like. It's the showing up when we don't feel like it. It's the resistance. It's doing the work. It's putting in the work to get to the outcome of what that change looks like. So how do you, so, so that's what we're talking about that. The reason why we don't pursue so much of what we want is because that's uncomfortable to be in that space is uncomfortable to be in that space means, Hey, Getting from A to B, getting from where we are today to where we really want to be in our career and our life, that all that space, a lot of time in that space is, let's say in a creative, in a creative manner, when you're doing the YouTube videos, when you're writing the posts, when you're doing the creative work, and it takes a week, a month, three months, a year for anyone to notice the work that you're doing. That's all that space. And in that space, if you're not so tied to what we, when we talk about this as an organization, to your dream, right? Because the way you get from the the present to the future and the way you get through that transition, that crazy time period is you look at the dream that you have for yourself. So if you are so dedicated to that dream and you're so dedicated to making this your reality, you have to be comfortable with that transition phase. That period of time when people are telling you, Sean, you've been doing this for six months. It's not working. It's never going to work. Or why do you keep creating? It doesn't do anything. It doesn't improve your life. Like, why are you doing that? You need to go make money. Don't continue to do the podcast. What is it doing for you? All of those things we have to hear 
a long time sometimes, right? It might take, I mean, for some people, they, you know, create a TikTok video and a million people follow them. Great. But for other people, they have to do something over and over and over until finally someone notices. It's that whole concept of 10 year overnight, the 10 year overnight success. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) I think so much of it has to do with, we are just scared. And then sometimes we're scared that it's not going to work, right? What if you set out to become this person and it doesn't look the way that you want to on the other side? What we forget is that that's not even the point. It doesn't even matter if you never achieve the thing that you set out to achieve. What matters is that you do the work and then who knows what that transition is going to turn into. You might set out to create this work or to, I mean, just because you had said YouTube, like you want to create these YouTube videos. But what if in the process of creating these YouTube videos, you stumble upon a resource or you meet a person and they change the trajectory of your life. They change the person that you are. And that's what you're meant. That's who or what you were meant to discover while you were doing it. But you had to have that vision of reinvention. You had to have that vision of who you wanted to become. Yeah. I think the, the vision, um, I love that. I, the, the vision, you know, one of the other things that came out of the study uh, was that anybody that tried to project what their future was going to be was miserable. And so, so it was one of those things where you're, I think it's right to have a goal. And I think it's right to have a vision of who you want to be or the type of person you want to be. And you work towards being that person. But this, I love that you said you have this idea about who you want to become, and then you get there and you're not that person. Um, most people I know that say, I want to be this type of person. So I want to try to become this type of person. Um, they don't nail it. Of course they don't. Like they become themselves. They just continually grow to become themselves. And it's, it's, it's kind of like a quest story. I mean, a, a quest story um, always has the same elements in it. Like every quest story does, like it begins and ends in the same place. All quest stories begin and end in the same place. They all have, traveling companions and everything else like wizard of oz yes like wizard of oz so uh, all all of them are the same star wars wizard of oz the lord of the rings whatever so the quest story the quest story works that way and but they one of the other characteristics of a quest story is that whatever it is they've projected into the future to get they say like like i'm going to be successful when i get this like whatever it is um it's never the thing that they end up getting in the end. And the thing they end up getting in the end is always better than the treasure uh, in the end. And so this, this reinvention isn't as much as saying, and this for me, I, I guess I'm saying this more for myself than for anybody else. It's not, it's not so much, Sean, you're going to look this way and live this way and have this type of relationship and uh, like maybe a type, but it's, it's vague and fuzzy for a reason. Uh, like I just really wanted to work on the type of person that I want to become. And that could be a type of reinvention. Cause you just, you change your focus on what you're, on what you're working on and what you're doing. And so, you know, I show up with paint on my hands instead of, instead of, uh, I was going to say like, I become a painter instead of a writer. I show up with paint on my hands instead of eraser flakes. I don't know. But like the, the point being, I think that 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 there's a lot of value in analyzing who you are, the type of person you are, the type of person you want to become, 
and then taking those little steps, that 1% change every single day to become that person. And oftentimes that turns into a reinvention only because you're being, you're being very deliberate about it and who you, and who you want to become, which I really, really, yeah, I really love. Like, I really appreciate. Yeah. I really love that. All right. So you're going to, you're going to become a, like a cow woman. No. Get a hat. You live no. in Colorado. You told me before you want to live in Colorado. You like Colorado. Did I? Yeah. I've never been to Colorado. You have totally told me that you're like, oh, yeah. And you just said it, too. You're like, hey, yeah, I'm going to live on a ranch in Colorado. Well, you didn't say you would. I didn't. And doing the kind of reinvention. And honestly, your reinvention will have nothing to do with Colorado, even if you ended up in Colorado. Just like somebody's reinvention about YouTube has nothing to do with YouTube. It has to do with making things and making video and telling a story. So that's really, really cool. That's why I love, I, I, I think it's so important to have those, those conversations because just this idea of how many people are really taking time at the end of the year or the beginning of the year or, or whenever to ask that question of who, do I want to be a year from now? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the qualities that I want to have? I know one of the journaling prompts that I have on my, oh, I updated it. I updated it uh, to 77, just like our 77. Creativity. 77 journaling 77 prompts. Journaling prompts. And one of them is, you know, what skills do I want to learn mm-hmm. next year? And just think about, you know, do you want to be a better leader, a better listener? Do you want to learn how to, play the piano? Do you want to learn a new language? Whatever it is. And, and when you think through those things, all of those, everything that you do, all of the things that you pursue, just open up your world to something else that you never would have even thought you were interested in because you were not, you're almost like one step closer to these ideas that you, that are so far from you because they're just not your world. Like when you think about people's interests, like we were talking about interests, it's kind of like when you asked me that question, I was like, wow, I need to broaden my horizons and get some new, some new material of things that I read. Cause I, I you know, I, I do, I do tend to kind of gravitate towards some of the things that I really appreciate. But then when you think about the world of like, I don't know, knitting, right? Like there's a whole world of knitting and there's probably Reddit threads or YouTube videos and all of these communities of people that could talk about knitting all day long, the way that you and I could talk about creativity or podcasting or creating or whatever. And that stuff doesn't interest me, but who knows? Maybe when I'm, you know, 70, I'll be running a knitting community. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think never know. Yeah. So what I'm going to do, because this is, this is great. This inspires me. Um, Like what I'm going to do is, is sort of write down. Like I, I would, I would like to be the type of person that could be a knitter. Like I'm meaning I would like to be the type of person that if I decided I was going to learn how to knit, I would learn how to knit. Yes. So like sort of deconstructing that for me, deconstructing that to say, I'm the type of person that when, I decide that I'm going to learn something. 
that I'll learn it at least to the basic level. Like I'll commit to it. I want to be that type of person. That would be, that would be it. And somebody that, you know, experiences new things and, and likes to get out of his comfort zone to experience new things like that kind of thing. And, and write those down, maybe three of them of like the type of person that I want to be. So not specifically like I'm going to go to Costa Rica or I'm going to go to Russia, but just, just what type of person do I want to be that enables those things to happen? And, and enable like, and, and not only enables those things to happen, but then what type of person am I when those things are happening? Mm. Am I thinking about home? Am I worried? Am I worried about money? Am I worried about getting mugged? Am I worried about, or am I like just taking it in? And that's the type of person I want to be. How can I practice being that person today? So that when I'm standing in the middle of St. Petersburg, I'm like having a, you know, like a religious moment or something that, that would be, that would be. That would be amazing. Ooh, I really love that. And you know what? It's so interesting because that's, I remember saying that before I took this role that I'm in, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. And I remember I was, I was in the car with my friend, Jeremy, and he's like, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to take it? And I said, you know what? I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it because I don't know how to be a CEO, but I want to be the kind of person that's the CEO of a company. Yeah. And so I'll figure it out. Yep. And so I love that you said that. And I wrote this down because I think this is awesome. Um, I want to be the kind of person that experiences new things. Mm -hmm. That alone is such a great mind shift and frame. And then adding on that piece of, I want to be the kind of person that is present mm-hmm. when I'm experiencing those things. Yes, <laughs> that's great. I really love both of those. I feel like I feel like that is a good challenge. That can be the challenge for for the listeners this week. Yeah. How do you write it down? Yeah. Literally write it down. Because who wouldn't want to be a kind of person? That, if you're listening to this show, you're the kind of person that wants to experience new things. I would assume. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know why you're listening to us. It got all fired up. Well, listen, if you like the show, please uh, follow us, uh, Spotify, Google Play, or Apple. What do they call it? Apple Podcasts. I want to call it iTunes because I'm old. And that's what it used to be. But please follow the show. Rise to review. We love the reviews. Kate loves the reviews just a little bit more than I do. She what? just, it's her favorite thing on the planet. And you would make her happy. And it, you know what? You would really help carry her through the the lack of Prince Charming uh, going on right now. <laughs> so if you could do that, we'd really appreciate it. Or better yet, hey, share this episode with a friend uh spread the word and join our facebook community you can also go to createfornoreason.com where we're trying to stay up to date and uploading our episodes up there as well and uh learn more about the the kind of people that updates their website we're gonna be the kind of people (laughs) (laughs) kate any parting words no if you write us a review sean will send you a mixed tape it's fantastic (laughs) that's not true but i would would try i guess (laughs) 